Peace everyone, peace everyone. What's going on world? This is another episode of Keeping the Towel and this is a quarantine episode of Keeping the Towel World. What's going on? This is your man Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice and thank you once again for getting the opportunity to tune in and listen into this. I know right now you're probably at the very moment um, quarantine in the house. You're staying in the house so I'm probably on lockdown or whatever you want to call it but I want to say welcome to another episode of Keeping the Towel. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and everything. But man, this is another day of us getting through this. And wow, aren't we all nervous? Aren't we all wondering what's going to be the next move? What's going to be the next thing coming up for us? But um, listen, I don't need you to, to worry. All right. Don't need you to worry. Don't need you to fret or anything else. I just need you to make sure that you are keeping the towel during this time of isolation for some of you. Some of you are in city lockdown. Your mayors or governors have made the lockdown. Soon we're going to be hearing that there's going to be a national lockdown. I won't be surprised about that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Keeping the Towel. Once again, my name is Aunt Boogie. Whether you're listening to this in the evening, good evening. If you're listening in the afternoon, buenos tardes. And if you're listening to this in the morning, buenos. So thank you so much for listening to Keeping the Towel. And yeah, this this is something. COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, is ravaging our nation, is ravaging the world. And we have never seen anything like this. Who would have thought when we first heard about this thing back, well, for me, I heard about this thing since September, either September or October. And it was basically, it was not looked at as, as a threat. And then by December, it started making waves by January, and it was starting to become ubiquitous. And by February, who didn't know about the coronavirus? And here it is now in March, going into April. It's taking everybody over right now. You're hearing cases, and I can't even give you the staggering numbers right now because of, of the number of cases that we have, because at the very moment, it's going up every single day. Can you imagine that? Every day, it's going up. And I'm just like, wow. It's not like you could say, all right, this is the number of cases you have at the moment, and then you can stick with that for about 72 hours to maybe a week. No, no, no. This is going up by the day. And people who don't know they have the symptoms, some who do know they have the symptoms, but they're not taking it as serious. And you're getting a lot of governors and mayors and, and, and other government officials who's basically saying, hey, we need, to, we need to shut down the cities. New York has already done it. California's already done it. Washington State's going to be doing it pretty soon. Don't be surprised if you get Louisiana as you're listening to this. Louisiana's going to be next up pretty soon. I won't be surprised because nobody's paying attention that they have the third highest right now in the nation of cases. But we're also not talking about those who are recovering from this coronavirus. Yes, folks, I'm just like you. I'm in the house just like you. I can only do about three days max, and then I got to get out the house, man. I got to get the hell out and do something. I don't care. Walk and count leaves or something. I cannot stay in the house. So, no, I definitely can't do that. So, hopefully, you've been able to do that. But at this moment, we're seeing panic. We're seeing fear. We're seeing panic buying more than anything. People are just going out there and just over buying on things they do not need at the moment. And I am watching as people are buying crazy amount of bag potato chips, crazy amount of soda. I saw one who had, I saw one person who had four or five bottles of soda. I'm like, are you kidding me? But man, but I feel for a lot of those out there. I feel for a lot of the elderly, particularly. We're not hearing the majority 
of these cases are a lot of elderly people and we're keeping those people in our prayers. Also, we're not hearing about those who have other underlying conditions that we don't know about, who has respiratory diseases, who have skin diseases, these things that they've been having since they were born, but we don't know about that. And these people are also at risk. But also, I want to also give a big, big major shout out to our medical personnel, our safety personnel, police officers, fire departments and paramedics, particularly the paramedics. Thank you so much. EMS workers, thank you so much for the work that you are doing. And our doctors, nurses, everyone on the front lines on this. Thank you so very much. I know it's not enough. And just as I will tell to those who are in the military, I don't ever tell them thank you for your sacrifice. No, I tell them thank you for your service because it's so amazing, you know, because I think we, we tend to look at these people and just use them as saying thank you for your sacrifice as just as a bypass. No, these people are really giving up a lot and for their service to their city, their commitment to the cities that they're their respective cities and states that they're in and also for the love of their jobs. And if you go ahead, go and look at those in China, Italy, oh my God, Italy and others where you're seeing these doctors and nurses have their mask and other protective gears embedded in their face after working 12, sometimes 14 hours in their hospitals. It's so amazing. The doctor in Italy who passed away because there was shortage of supplies. This man loved his job that much, loved it so much that he just started taking care of patients without gloves and a mask and everything. And unfortunately, he contracted the coronavirus, the COVID-19, and he passed away. So it's it's really something that we're that we're seeing right now. And it's a lot of things going down. So today I want to really get you on on this topic, fair faith and facing it, fair faith facing it. We're seeing people who are in deep fear. They're in so much fear because nobody knows what's going on next. We're in the in the state of what's next to come. What are we going to be dealing with soon? And I'm sorry to put it to you, ladies and gentlemen, but there's more to come down the pipe. There's going to be more coming down the pipe. Right now, we need to have faith. It's not about you being this pious person. Oh, I'm in church or whether you're not in church. It has nothing to do with that. Just having faith. Faith in yourself first. Faith in yourself that you're going to do the right thing. Faith in yourself. Faith. You are a pious person. You're a numinous person. You're in your respective places of worship that you believe in the higher power to take care of you and your loved ones, your family. Because right now, at this moment, faith is so real. And I'm not talking about ignorant faith, as you were hearing in Louisiana, where you have a pastor who basically let his parishioners come into church and they're having church. And in the midst of this pandemic, not epidemic, but pandemic, and these people are going into churches and they're flocking 100 at a time, laying hands on each other and everything. And I'm not a detractor from it or anything. I'm not one who was against it. But this is not the time for that. Sorry, this is not the time. Stretch forth your hand and pray, but I'm not touching you at the moment. No, 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 no. Again, it's not that we know who has the symptom. That's something you have to look at. So at the moment, you're just seeing more and more people be fearful, right? And faith has got to kick in like never before. Just like think about it. Like we had September 11th. Faith had to kick in. A lot of people's faith was shaken. If not, it was gone as those two towers fell and other people were passing away. Yeah, faith had to kick in real, real hard at the moment. As we're going through this and as we're dealing with it, this is a good time still. Good time where now we're seeing people who have to take care of families have to be home. And you're seeing a lot of parents who've believed that 
working all these hours meant that they were taking care of their kids. And now you're realizing, no, this meant taking care of your kids of togetherness, relationship with your children. That now you're seeing a lot of parents lose it because it's like, oh, man, I got to be home with my kid. Like, that's not a bad thing. You're home with your child. But the crazy thing is when you were at work and everything, you're like, oh, man, I just want to go home. But now you got an opportunity. You're home with your child and loved one. You're basically now spazzing out. This is causing a lot of people to reshift. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's some good in this whole thing. There's some good. One of the good things is that it's causing people to really use common sense when it comes to washing their hands. Hygiene. Something that you and I were taught since we were four or five years old. Sing a song when you're lathering up with soap on your hands and everything, then wash it. I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how many times I used to see people come in the bathroom, use the bathroom, do a number two, run it out, and then walk right out the bathroom. And this is when I wish that they were nanites in somebody's body where they would just glow red so you know they didn't wash their hands. That's what I, I would wish. I wish for that, and I hope they get it now, because now you definitely need it. That you have red, blue, and green. Blue means that when you went to the bathroom, you just spritzed some water on your hand, and you were cool. All right, I understand every place got soap. Then green, you wash your hands with soap, and you did what you did. Now you're free to be touched. But those who got red, yeah, nobody wants to touch you right now. And this is crazy that now we are getting to the point where you're hearing so many people tell grown people how important it is to wash their hands. Don't touch your face, all this stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat it, too. Don't do these things. Please don't. Just like I'm seeing so many people walk out the house with gloves and masks and everything. You got all these gloves. You got all this mask. But yet, you're still touching your phone. You're touching your face. You're touching your child's face. Touching steering wheels and everything with your gloves that you touched everything with. So you see, it's causing some serious fear. Yes, I know right now we don't want to watch the news. Some of us don't want I definitely don't like watching the news, but I can't stare at it. But I look at it sometimes. I only get a daily dosage of it. And I know when I got to take it off because I cannot sit there and stare at the news all day, every day. Like I know some family members I have right now who are doing that where that's all they're doing. And you're like, dear God, you got to stop. Like, stop. Seriously, stop. Stop watching the news for a moment. Just don't watch it because this is the only way that you'll be able to survive if you just stop staring at the news and social media all day, every day. That's where now we have to come in with our common sense. So, folks, as I said, there's some good things to this. Spend time with your family. You get some time to catch up on things. And also the biggest thing that this this pandemic has done to the world, it has stopped the world. It has shifted the world to put the car in park or neutral. I'll say that again. It has caused the world to put the car in park or neutral. Now you're going to have to stop when you were like, oh, I'm just too busy, too busy, too busy, too busy. No, now you're going to have to stop. Now you're going to have to slow down. And that's what's needed at the very moment to slow down. And we need it because we feel that if we're not busy, if we're not doing anything, we're not being productive in life. I never am a palatable person with that, that if I'm not doing anything, I'm not being productive. That's not always true. Sometimes you can be productive being doing nothing, doing nothing. You're just a busybody doing nothing. No, I'm not a believer in that. So at this moment in time, we have fear where we don't know the, what's going to come next. We have faith. What are we going to do? How are we going to keep things going in our heart? How are we going to keep our spirit going despite this tough time? Facing it. We're going to just have to deal with it. That means we're going to have to be some pillars in our home. Dad, mom, you're going to have to be a pillar. Man, 
Yes, you were quick to yell, I'm a grown man. Yes, now you're going to have to be a pillar in your home. And not even just in your home, but also with your family. If you don't have a family, you're gonna, if you don't have your immediate family, such as kids and everything, wife, and you're a single person, to women too, you may not be a mom or, or a wife, but you are still going to be a pillar at the moment. Because believe it or not, people are going to be looking at you. They're, they're going to look at you. See how you're doing things, how you're still coping with stuff. And it's going to be needed. Your, your strength is going to be needed in so many ways. And this is the time that we can use this, facing it. This is also part of facing it. This is where you can use time to go ahead and catch up on books, catch up on reading stuff, not sitting there binge watching Netflix. I mean, I understand, hey, I, I'm all Netflixed out. I'm done with Netflix. I've watched a couple of shows I need to watch. That's it. I don't need to watch anything else. I don't want to watch anything else. So I'm not saying you don't have to do, but I'm just I'm just imploring you. Maybe this is the good time for you to go ahead and read up on some things. Get the mind going again. Also, to reconnect with your spirit. This is part of facing it. So while the world is panicking, panic buying, and also fear-mongering and everything, this is where you have a different mindset because you're facing it. So it's okay. Yes, you have fear. We all have fear at the moment because we don't know what's happening. We don't have a clue of what's coming down the pipe next. We don't know. Of course not. Also, you have to have faith. You have to have faith. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in you. Have faith in your higher, in your higher being. Call God, Allah, Yeshua. Yes, have faith. Have faith right now. This is going to be coming a time where we have to come together and pray. We're going to have to pray. Whether you believe or not, okay, that's no problem. But you're going to have to have faith somewhere. Somewhere. Whether it's in yourself or a higher being. And also facing it. We got to face this. This is not something we can cower. We can say, oh, I don't have time for this. There's no such thing as now burying yourself in work. There is no way now. Because now, at this moment, a lot of things have paused. So now what are you going to turn to? Where people are wondering, how come liquor shops are still open and everything and wine shops are open? Well, <laughs> people are always going to look for something to go ahead to get into. I'm telling you, Floyd Mayweather said it best. Is there's one thing that people will always look to in the midst of anything that will never get in a drought. That will be alcohol and also strip clubs. True. Right now, well, you ain't no such thing as strip club, so no such thing as that. I don't think no dancer wants to be touched by anybody, and I don't think you want to be touching a dancer. See? Nobody, <laughs> nobody's, nobody knows what's going on. This is be a time for you for reflection, introspection. This will be a time for you to revisit thoughts, good thoughts, and also things that 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 you like. Man, I'm still holding on to this. I can let this go. Yeah, you can revisit that and like maybe this is time for me to let this go. So this is what you can do with yourself and release, release, release the negative thoughts, release these things. And I'm telling you today, please release those negative thoughts that you got going on in your mind at the moment. I understand it's scary, but do not sit there and let this take you over. Release it. This is what this is all about. Fair, faith, and facing it. And we're going to face this regardless. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to get through this. You can get through this. Only way we can get through this, ladies and gentlemen, is not just if we keep the towel, but if we wash our hands while holding the towel. Please wipe down areas with disinfectant or whatever other alternatives you have. But please, please, we need you to do your part so we can all be living, so we can all take care of ourselves and our family and each other. And also look out for your neighbors, man. And also to my young people, to those of you ages 16 to 24, and maybe a little older. Please, please, you're not invincible. As much as you think as you are, you're not invincible. So please, we need you to go ahead. If they're telling you don't go anywhere, don't congregate more than 10 people, don't do it. 
And there's nothing wrong if you get like you and four other your friends or five other your friends. Y'all good. But you don't need the whole Brady Bunch to go ahead and enjoy themselves. No, 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 no. Because nobody knows who has it. You're not going to show symptoms. And if somebody has symptoms, they're not even saying anything. We're already seeing it right now with a senator, Senator Rand Paul. Think about it. Had the symptoms and did not say anything and still went in a gym, worked out, and now got the whole Senate chamber freaking out right now. Senator Rand Paul, who is an ophthalmologist who went to med school, and that's what they're not telling you, that a lot of these cases are people who are under 40. They're under 40 who's getting these cases. I'm asking you and I'm begging you, please use wisdom. You don't need to congregate. You don't need to congregate. Here's what I want you to know. It's okay that you have a little fear. It's all right. It's human nature. But I also want you to have faith. All right? I want you to have faith. And at the same time, I want you to face this. We're going to face this together. All of us. You're not alone. We're all facing this together. So, yes, we're going to have a little fear. But we're going to have faith and we're going to face this. Okay? You can do it, my friend. You can do it. My lady, you can do it. My brother, you can do it. You can do it. You can face this. We can't have you freaking out right now. Because you may be that pillar. You may be that pillar of hope, that pillar of faith that people need to see right now. You don't know who's watching. While there's fear, we keep faith and we go ahead and face it. I need you to also keep that towel with some clean hands. Wash your hands, folks. Please, wash your hands thoroughly. And don't throw in that towel in the midst of all this. Don't throw it in. I don't care what's going on, but you do not throw in that towel. So use your use common sense. Use your head when you're out there. You don't need to buy 40 rolls, 400 rolls of toilet paper and toilet and paper towels. Think about your neighbor. Think about the person behind you. Think about the person next to you. They, too, are looking for the same thing. Don't let fear take you over. It's all right that you have a little fear. It's okay. It's natural. But don't let it take you over. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I'll check you. I'll check you. I'll see you when I see you. It's always been real. All right? Don't give up. No matter what you got to do, don't give up. Wipe the blood. Wipe the sweat. Wipe the tears. Wipe your hands. But whatever you do, don't throw in that towel. Keep the towel, all right? It's your man, Aunt Boogie. Keep in the towel. Peace.